Okay. I think I think we're all I think we're ready. I think we can begin um speak apparition. Speak? Yeah. I <laughs> speak. Speak. Okay. There you go. Um hello. What's up? Hey. What when was last what was the what day did we do the last call? Was it a week ago? Feels like mm -hmm. a week ago. But regardless, um episode fucking 12 15 i don't know we're in double digits now it's been a while yeah yeah so Hell yeah so 15 fucking spider-man kiki's and yamada's those are the three did you watch anything else okay and i watched the other spider-man movies in preparation for spider-man no way home i watched every spider-man movie um, except for Spider-Verse, because I've watched that one too many times. Um, but, yeah. So you said that Yamada's was uh, was boring and it took you a while <laughs> to, to finish it. it. took you like five days. Dude. Yeah. I want to hear, hear what you got to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do you want to talk about first? Uh, I'll let you choose. I'm talking about Yamada's. Okay. Cool. Yamada's. Um, so I said on the only yesterday episode that for wait, before we even talk about Yamada's, um, why does your work change to morning so often? It's because um, we're in the period of people can take leave or vacation mm -hmm. to go home for Christmas. Yeah. So since a lot of people are leaving, they're just putting everyone on one single shift in the morning. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Just curious because it seems a little ludicrous for you to be working in the afternoon and be like, hey, now you work in the morning. And it's like, but I was starting at five. No, you don't. Not anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. It takes me a little while to get used to it. but Yeah. All right, Yamada's. Um, this is one where I don't really have much to say either. <laughs> um, so on the only yesterday episode, I talked about why, how Yamada's was probably going to be just like only yesterday. It was going to be about a family just kind of hanging out and just like little vignettes of like their experiences and stuff. And the difference between Yamada's and only yesterday is that only yesterday is doing those hangout moments in the context of like it's going to service like this story and this like ultimate message that we're building to by the end of the movie yamada's is yamada's tells you at the beginning what the message of the movie is and then you go through this experience where you just watch them live their lives and it's not really building into anything it's not really going anywhere it's just kind of you experience it right there in that moment. And it's it's not bad, but because you know it's not going anywhere, you're kind of like, okay, I get it. And then you check the time and you're like, oh no, I'm only halfway through? Fuck. <laughs> um, and I'm really conflicted because I think that this is in the same pond as only yesterday where like I'm too young to really connect with it. 
uh, to that degree. So I don't, it doesn't even it resonate with me emotionally, but I don't think it's like bad or like poorly made. I just think that I just don't, number one, I don't care. And number two, because I don't care and it's not building to anything and it's not like a plot with like a beginning, middle and end that makes it even less interesting and even less engaging despite me not being able to connect with the themes. If you can't connect with the themes and what it's trying to say, then it's like, you're not going to have fun at all. Um, mm -hmm. What this movie's trying to say is like, you know, your family's going to be annoying. Your friends in your life are going to like piss you off and not everybody's perfect, but just put up with it because no one's perfect. And, and that's just the way it is. And I think that's a great message. And there are some awesome moments. There are some like standout moments in the movie that, resemble that but that's not like something that right now in my life i really like connect with a lot because my family pisses me off <laughs> so i i don't really i don't know maybe when i have kids and when i have a wife i'm going to look at this movie and it's going to be like oh my god i get it because i deal with this every day but uh i don't deal with this every day right now i actually avoid these kind of interactions like st being with people i don't like is like torture to me so this movie is it's a mixed bag i don't think it's bad but i don't think that it's for me right now um what did you think well i don't I honestly i don't think any movie in this sort of format mm -hmm. i don't think i would like it okay you know, it's like this episodic movie yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's basically it, what it is it, some of the stories are better than others, mm -hmm. but overall, I think they are pretty weak in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like some of them, some of them are just like unbearable. Really? I, feel, I remember watch, watching it, bro. Like I remember, like I watched the first like three fucking like short stories. Uh -huh. I look at the time, be like, "Damn, I forgot an hour and thirty minutes left." <laughs> oh my god! Wow. It, it was so draining. Like the movie drained. Like that's mm. why it took so long. And I hate I hate postponing these episodes, but like this shit this shit was really dragging. Like honestly, I like I I was watching and like this is one of the this so I was talking to my boy about it. Mm -hmm. He was like, just put it on the background and just go on TikTok. I was like, yeah. No, I don't watch movies like that. Yeah. I refuse to watch like any like thing I'm I wanna talk about like that. So mm -hmm. I had to fucking muscle through. Like I honestly <laughs> This is like the hardest thing I had to muscle through. I'm not even lying. Yeah. I just muscled through this. And when it finished, I was so happy that I finished it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I'm going to say this right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd just rather rewatch like Arietti or anything mm -hmm. else. This, to me, this has no rewatchability. I don't, I don't even think when I'm old, I would like this. I don't think if I have 10 kids, I'll like this. I feel right. like this, this, it's just this format. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. I don't. Um, like I don't think it works for me. It does not work. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it'll work with different characters, and blah, blah blah. But it just didn't right. hit. It just did not hit in this movie. Also, mm -hmm. the animation style, I had no problem with. Uh, I thought the real the only thing that was funny about anything in this whole movie was the animation style and how their faces looked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was that would make me chuckle, but what they were doing or saying that mm. wasn't okay right? it was just, it was just the animation style so the animation style gets no like minus for me uh 
photos. But one thing I do like is how like these stories are just like short poems. Yeah. And it just made the story just about this poem. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they made it in a creative way. Yeah. And I know that me saying that, even though I think I still think it's boring, but right. Given the given the poem, it'll be like a two like a two line poem and then make mm-hmm. this whole story. I think that's pretty I think that was pretty cool and creative. Yeah. I well, I, I just, also thought that was that. I thought I thought that was cool as well because like when I saw the poems, I was like, oh, this is what the movie's doing. It's like adapting these poems and they like tie into the stories. I wasn't, that's something that I could derive more value from on a rewatch. That's why I say it's rewatchable because on this watch, I just kind of glazed over that and I didn't pay attention to it because it was like, they were too obtuse for me to like interpret anything from them. So like mm-hmm. if I were to rewatch it and maybe they could connect with me more. Um, yeah, that was, that was something that I liked a lot. It added a lot more depth to the movie like despite its like structure mm. yeah um. yeah <laughs> i i understand completely what you're saying um i watched an hour of the movie i took one break and then i came back like a day later like t- or two days later and then i finished it um and when i went back i was like <sighs> okay let's do this like it was it was a little tough but i i can comfortably say that i enjoyed this more than like arietti and ponyo and i was i was engaged i did like the stories there were things that i did find funny and things that i did find kind of relatable one one part that really sticks out to me that i like vividly remember was when the husband there's like a part where he comes home like drunk and he's like being hella rude to his wife and his wife she's like do you want some tea and she like gives him tea and the husband's like i didn't ask for fucking tea and she's like all right i'll get you a banana and he's like i didn't ask for a fucking banana and he's being like so genuinely rude but the the wife just like puts up with it because she knows that like he had a long day and that he's you know having a tough time and she just deals with it and i thought that that was like really cool and in my opinion that's like some only yesterday level shit where it's like it's like the dad like saying you know no it's like it's like that where you just they just put up with it and it ties into like what the movie's saying and i can understand some pieces of this movie that and they really do resonate with me um emotionally and i do think that it's funny i like when the grandma's gonna go like buy food and the mom's like oh wait wait no i need something and the grandma's like i'm gonna go and she's like no 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 hold on it's oh i almost remember like i i enjoyed a lot of parts in this movie i thought the little girl's design was hilarious i thought her face was just funny as hell um so i enjoyed a lot of pieces of this movie and despite that i don't really have too much to say about it um and you know when you compare it to the other stuff that we have to talk about especially kiki's oh my god when you compare this to kiki's or or only yesterday it really just is that structure of like this is going to be a hangout movie and if you don't vibe with the hangout you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy it at all if you don't vibe with kiki's hangout stuff there's still a story there so you can still kind of like all right i only care about the plot and i only care about like the good and the bad stuff that happens so it's a little bit more enjoyable same with howl's moving castle same with only yesterday um you know like it's this movie doesn't have a plot it's just the hangout stuff and if you're not into that then it's not gonna be fun um yeah and 
don't know. I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess that's all we got. Um, it, was, it was a tough one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough. What did you think about like the message of the movie? Like what it was trying to say? Did it not? It didn't resonate with you at all. Not really. Not really. Yeah. So what would you rate this movie? Do you think this is one of those movies that's like, yeah, this sucks. Like this is this is Arietti Netherrealm. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um we just... I, I never even with Arietti, like mm-hmm. even though I didn't like it, I didn't feel like I was muscling. Mm-hmm. This was bad, man. I see. Like I I was watching it like you see, I, I get so in tune with these movies, but when I was watching this, I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, like, what am I going to eat tonight? Like, <laughs> so you, you, we talk about with a lot of Ghibli movies where it's like, oh, I can imagine like this being someone's favorite Ghibli movie. Could you imagine this being someone's favorite Ghibli movie? For sure. Okay. After, yeah, they are, someone likes Someone's always gonna be in the YouTube comments typing essays <laughs> about how good it is. Yeah, yeah, of course. I thought I saw Arietti people. I've seen so many comments on Arietti being the best. I was like, right. I guess. Yeah, but like Obviously. to us, Arietti's not crazy or or Ponyo, but we there are some that we watch where it's like. <laughs> Like, you watch Whisper, and, like, Whisper doesn't connect with you, but, like, you get it, and it's like, okay, I truly understand, like, how this can resonate with someone. I can understand how this can resonate with someone as well. So it's, like, y- Yamada's. Like, I understand how Yamada's can, like, click with someone. It's really hard for me to understand how Arietti can click with someone. Like, it's it's genuinely difficult for me to, like, grasp, like, how someone can say, like, that movie's awesome. <laughs> This one maybe we should maybe we should read those YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we did. We did read the we did read the reviews. And and uh one of the funniest moments on the on the podcast, you fucking smash the refrigerator. I know. <laughs> you don't remember that? That shit was funny. I watched that part. I was like uh, a lot of people like this movie and you fucking uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but reviews like the people on YouTube it is really different from the people on like reviews yeah because YouTube comments is like I don't know it's like the place where everybody has a voice and it's like I need them to see this so I'm gonna write it in the comments so they see it and I'm gonna make it long and detailed and usually it's always stupid and then it sucks when like you are saying fire shit but no one sees it because it gets no likes because <laughs> it's too long and you commented too late. Um, yeah, dude, I, I got nothing. I got nothing else for Yamada's sadly. Um, Yamada's it's, it's going to serve as a good thing for me to talk about when discussing Kiki and just any of these other Ghibli movies. Um, like only yesterday, I really compare it to only yesterday. It's like the same thing, except without a story. So it's not the same. Thing. Well, no emotion. In Yamadas, I think there's a lot of emotion in Yamadas. I don't think there's like harsh highs or harsh lows. Like 
you know, the scene where she cries in Only Yesterday or like when, I don't know, she like has like a really good victory with like the the boyfriend like in, in that flashback. I don't think there's like that many, you know, highs and lows in Yamada's. But I think the, I think, I don't want to use the, I don't know what word to use, but I think Yamada's is going for something different. I think it's the problems and conflicts are, are lower, lower scale and more contained to the family. They're not about like the grand scheme of life. It's just about the people that you live with. And I can kind of at least like rationalize it. You know, it doesn't connect with me because right now in my life, that's not what I'm into, but that's how I feel about Yamada's. And I guess we can move on because I don't really have anything else to say. I like the music. The music was nice <laughs> and the animation was great. Um, all right. This does remind me a lot of like Pompoko though. And just like other, like the, of the Takahata ones that we watch where it just doesn't really have a conventional structure and, and it, it doesn't, it, it gets kind of boring. Um, I, it reminded me a lot of Pompoko in that sense. All right. Uh, I think Pompoko's a lot better though. Interesting. Is this the format? I feel like this, their message is just the format, man. You don't think that this, I know you, you said it a second ago, but, um, I think that this format I don't know, because only yesterday is kind of this format. It is like, for the most part, just a bunch of like clips. It's all it's all like connected though. Yeah. This one is like, like only yesterday is like is like linear. This one's so like it's like all over the place. Like the mm-hmm. one like the girl gets kidnapped, and the other one like the dad's dreaming about saving his kids and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or only yesterday is like a clear focus point. That's true. That's what I'm saying. If, if they could have had this, imagine they had this this same movie animation, blah blah, but just like a story. Even though I give respect for them doing something new, yeah, uh, I failed to mention, but I really like. I give JB uh, props for being creative. This is different. I've yeah. never seen nothing like this. Mm-hmm. Props them for doing it, and uh, but for me, uh, this is not for me, you know. Yeah, I can. I, I, I want to see another movie in this format and see how, it, like, if I would like it somewhere else. You know? Yeah, because I think there are a lot of movies that are in this format, and I think that there are other ones that you might resonate with a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you were saying about like the the like it doesn't really tie together. That's that's another thing why I kind of try to give it slack because I feel like maybe it does given the poems and like what the meaning of the poems are and maybe they all intertwine in this kind of way um to where it does feel like it has more purpose it's all about purpose you know it's all about whether you feel like what you're watching like means anything in the grand scheme of the entire movie and i felt like with only yesterday um you know i said with that movie where you know it doesn't feel like the memories all the memories are validated with like the ending and it doesn't like not every memory builds to this like ending that we see and not all of it is necessary. And I felt the same way with Yamada's, but Yamada's felt like more like I'm just not getting it versus only yesterday where it was like, maybe this, you maybe you could like just straight up cut this one out of the movie and it wouldn't change anything. You know, Yamada's maybe there is a little bit more intent, but I just don't know. So 
it's it's weird it's weird we can move on though uh six out of ten that's why i'm giving you modus maybe it'll yeah. go higher one day i gave it a three all right uh so spoopy man or kiki's up to you kiki's okay kiki's um i fucking loved this movie a lot more on my second viewing i have a lot to say but should i begin or should you begin mm. you can go okay so i when it comes to <laughs> bless you this movie connected with me so much on my second watch like i i love you know this is in the same vein as porco where it's like it's like a movie that feels so real and feels so like just like this world every part of it feels real and genuine it doesn't feel like i'm watching a movie it feels like i'm just in a universe like i'm just sitting there like part of the world and where its characters are that's how i felt about only yesterday um howl's moving castle fucking what else uh porco that's how i feel about those movies and that's how i feel about this movie but with this movie it connects with me so much more because the plot is intertwined with that like real genuine like look at this world look at what's going on i fucking vibed with that a lot because it's just about this girl that wants to uh you know pursue her passion it's kind of like like in our world like someone going to college or you know turning 18 and leaving the nest and i really empathize with that um i can really connect with that a lot more right now especially doing youtube and being like an artist right kiki's kiki's thing that she chooses to do is is her delivery service and she meets the other girl that's like flying in the beginning and she's like oh what do you do and she's like oh i'm a fortune teller and like this is my town and kiki has her own town and and she has her own thing going on um and when when you are pursuing when you're doing something in life especially when you're like you know pursuing a career path there are so many ups and downs there are so many like moments where you're where you're happy and then moments where you're sad where you start to feel skeptical of whether what you're doing is even worth it whether um it's even there there's even a point to doing it and i feel like this movie captures the ups and downs of it so well i was invested in this movie from like the beginning to the end because it just felt so real it wasn't like a movie trying to tell me like a a story it felt like i was just spectating like a real life scenario like you think about your life and you think man my life could be a movie that's how i felt like when i was watching this movie i felt like i was just watching someone's life i didn't feel like i was watching a movie with like a beginning middle and end i felt like i was just watching this girl go through her her life but the way it's structured and the actual events that take place do amount to a story there is a beginning middle and end and that's what i loved about it um i have trouble explaining this one because the way it makes me feel is unlike any other ghibli movie um but it connects with me a lot and i have a lot more to say about specific things but generally i thought it was pretty fucking amazing i think this movie connects with me a lot in in many ways um even more than the first time what did you think about it uh
the movie didn't really connect to me like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like. I kind of feel like. This movie. Is just kind of mid. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think any anything going on was really interesting. Gotcha. Um, I don't, I don't even know. I, like, I have more to say about Yamada's in this one. This one was just kind of like a ride that I just didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's, That's how I can really sum it up. Uh, but, you know. It's very simple. It's a very it simple very movie. Simple. It's not even the simplicity that takes away. It's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just wasn't feeling this one, you know? Yeah. I, I think I think I gave myself high expectations. Mm -hmm. this, looking at the cover art. And because I watched uh, Yamada's, I was like, okay. Kiki's better be fire, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I feel like I'm being a little unfair, but... That's okay. This... I don't know. I just was feeling this one. That's completely I did, I did understandable. Enjoy, I did enjoy Kiki, and I did I I did like the part where it was like she lost her powers, and mm -hmm. I was like, well, yeah, it's something like how to take her mind off and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool, but I, I feel like the the climax. Mm -hmm. I found out that the climax, I don't think it's part of the original book. The the blimp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of just like uh, I thought that shit was just like thrown at you for like this like this ending. I don't know. I feel yeah. like the ending was kind of. The I feel like ending... the ending was the weakest part of the entire movie. I I, feel like I the think I agree. Thing just came out of nowhere, mm -hmm. and it was like I gotta save him. It's like oh she's gonna use the powers yeah. to save him. Instead of finding like, a genuine like mm -hmm. like a genuine like thing to like take her mind off of flying. Mm -hmm. And then finding it like somewhere else other than I have to save this guy's life, you know. Right. Like, I feel like they could have done it in like a simple way for like this simple movie, you know. Mm -hmm. Rather than it being like, if I don't use my powers now, he, if I don't use my powers now, he's gonna die, you know. Mm. That's how. That's how I kind of felt. Like you know how the the girl with the painting. I forgot what she said, but I forgot how she said. She said she she couldn't paint. And I, I don't know how she regained her powers to paint. But I thought it was going to be like that, kind of like a slow burn. Yeah. You see her live her life without it. Mm -hmm. And then it come back naturally. But this yeah. one, I feel like this ending was like kind of forced. Mm. I see. I, I think that the giant action set piece of like the blimp breaking was not really necessary. I didn't really need that for a movie like this. Just like a hangout movie. But I... When watching it, I didn't feel like it was forced. I just felt like it was kind of exaggerated in like an anime way that I wasn't really like into. Um, I'd have to, I want to like go back and look at it to see like why I didn't feel like it was forced. Like what happens in between that time? Oh yeah, because it's, um. okay, I remember she, she went back to the grandma's place and then the grandma gave her a gift and it like kind of got a pepper in her step and made her feel good. Um, the thing at the end of this movie, like the whole like second half when she's doing her deliveries and then she goes to like the granddaughter and the granddaughter's like, she ugh, fucking bitch. She's like, she's like, ugh, it's wet. 
and she's like yeah it's it's your grand grandma's thing and she's like uh give me that and she's like can you sign this that just puts her in such a bad mood because the girl like makes fun of her and she makes her feel so bad in such an indirect way and it like invalidates everything that kiki did for her like she went out of her way to make the fucking cake and to deliver it in the fucking rain and this girl just kind of sullied her her career she kind of made fun of like her delivery service and it it really fucking hurt her feelings it's like okay well like if people don't care about what i do then what's the point of me even doing what i do and that's why she stops doing the delivery service and why she doesn't want to talk to the boy or like hang out with his friends um and she only gets back into her groove when someone when there's like a positive force in her life so when the girl the the girl in the woods comes she comes and she's like fucking like you know she says hi and they like have tea and they hang out and you know she makes she gives her like positive reinforcement and like brings her self-esteem back up and that really connects with me because i've experienced both sides of that coin like one of the reasons why this movie connected with me is because when she i really love the part where she um the granddaughter like is mean to her and then Gigi's like do you want to still go to the party like we could still go to the party and she's like she she doesn't even say anything back to Gigi. she's like no i don't even want to go and she just goes home and she just goes to sleep and the girl's like the dude's outside you can still go like i've i've had that experience where like I was invited to think something or like I was going to go do something with someone. And then I just like bail out last minute because I'm like in a bad mood because of stuff like that, you know, because because someone like said something to me that pissed me off and like made me upset. And and I think this movie handled that really well. And I think the reason why she gets back her pet back in her step is because the people that she positively impacted with her job reminded her that her job does have value. And if her job has value, then her powers come back because the spirit of her being a witch thing came back because she she got her spirit back because she, because the people that motivated her to do her job in the first place motivated her again in the ending. So I didn't feel like the ending was too forced. That's basically what I'm trying to say. See, everything you're saying is making sense, but at the same time, when she does get the pepper in her step, but when they pull out the... I've seen this shit come to mile away. He was like, mm-hmm. if I can look, it's the boy. He's stuck in a rope. And she runs outside and she like sits on a, on the thing. She's like, yeah, I feel like if she got that pep in a step, she like found her value and within a job, she would have just took off. But I feel like the movie made it seem like I need to do this now. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Okay. The, everything you said makes sense though, but yeah. I feel like the movie doesn't portray it that way. I see. I understand. But it's like it's, it's like in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Vegeta like he when he sees Goku go Super Saiyan beat Frieza and shit. Mm-hmm. He he goes off for like months to a different planet and he's just sitting there in the rain like staring <laughs> at the sky. That is like that's like him. I see that as like him genuinely like like finding finding it within himself naturally how to like go super saiyan right right like that anger that shit's burning inside of him and like he he found it within himself whereas imagine it was like oh no i gotta fight so ah, it's like right. 
Mm-hmm. It would be whack. That's how I feel like. Yeah. I feel like Kiki just pulled that whack card. I see. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that was a great analogy. Yeah, that was a great analogy. That was a great way of describing it. I, I did not feel that way when I watched the movie. That wasn't the interpretation that I derived. But I do agree that it is. It did kind of feel off the way they they way the way they executed that scene where it was like I have to try to use the broom and like I have to like you know attempt it and it wasn't just intuitive you know but I mean in the same way that like when you're you know if you're comparing it to like painting and you're like you know and I were to compare it to making videos like it's not going to be intuitive when you're in a funk and you're trying to get out of that funk you do have to try you do have to like like attempts you know it's not you don't just get your pet back in your step like that um i don't know unless you're like vegeta and and you wait like six months but uh i think it i think it's okay for what this movie is i think the fact that she's young and she's like indecisive and she you know she doesn't know everything about herself entirely so it's it's completely understandable that she doesn't like immediately like i know that my spirit is like pure especially since like you know the movie implies that she still goes through that from time to time right um the painter said that she still goes through it and times are still bad for her sometimes where she has to go on her walks in order to get her painting back and kiki probably still loses her powers like occasionally here and there so you know i think that one was all right for me um and there you know there there's a lot of things in this movie that connected with me because of things that i'm going through right now you know you talk about like ocean waves and how it relates to your life and this movie really relates to my life like a lot like when i do my delivery driving the experiences that she has in this movie i experience like on a daily basis people being rude to you being ungrateful as fuck um when you when you do so much for them not even just like through delivery service, but just through anything, anything you do in life, any career that you choose is going to be a service to other people. And when people invalidate that, it fucking hurts. It fucking hurts, man. If you invalidate someone's career, you're invalidating like their existence. They spend every day working on that. And for you to like scoff at like them trying to do something for you, it's, it's the most painful thing in the world. And that's when she just gets depressed and, she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, lash out in anger like fucking Aaron in Tales from Earthsea. She doesn't kill her dad or anything, but she, she fucking, she gets depressed. And, you know, there's that meme of her. She goes to her bed and she just flops on the bed because um, she's sad. You know, she's unhappy. And I've been in that situation before. It's, it's tough. And I, I just resonate with that a lot. And I resonate with what the movie is doing before that as well because it's building to this so naturally um she she gets to the city and she's so excited when she gets to the city she's so happy she's like oh my god i'm here like all right let's go i'm ready to do this and then she's like she i love when she lands and she's like my name is kiki i'm a witch and i'd be very happy to be in your town and then everybody's just like all right bye and everyone just like walks away and and you the, the her expression the way it fades away is so Oh my god, it's so sad. And then the cop like comes at her and like pisses her off. And then oh, she has her packed lunch that her mom made for her and she doesn't even eat it and she's like maybe we can go find another town. Like maybe we can do something else. Like I I empathize with that so much. Like I connect with that entirely where it's 
where it's just like, am I, is this even worth it? Like, should I even be doing this? This movie, this movie, this movie was really hit home for me in many ways. Um, it connects with my YouTube stuff a great deal. It connects with my everyday life a great deal. And I thought there were other things that I liked a lot too. Is is there anything else that you want to say before I go on other things? Okay. I wanted to bring up, uh, there were a couple other things. First off, Gigi. I love Gigi in this movie. I thought Gigi was was really cool. It really just felt like that voice in the back of your head, like that positive voice that like wants you to get back going on your feet, but like you just you just can't because you're in such a bad mood. I thought Gigi was a very good like resemblance of that. And I love how Gigi stops talking like halfway through the movie and um he he does you think that's like the porco moment where like porco turns back into human and you're like why do you do that what happened and this is that moment in like this movie where like you don't fully get it but it means something it's not like spirited away where it's like oh is your mama piggy like which one is she and it doesn't mean shit it it means something in this movie what it means is like kiki doesn't need Gigi anymore she doesn't need that like positive voice in the back of her head because it's in her head now and she's good and she's she's okay she she became mature and she grew out of having like a guide so Gigi just became like a normal cat so she doesn't really need to talk to him anymore and I thought I thought that was a really good way of doing like Miyazaki doing his thing where it's like whoa what is that like he does it all the time and I thought that one was really cool and um you know I wanted to compare Kiki's to Yamada's because I think Kiki's is in the same vein as like only yesterday ocean waves yamadas as like a hangout movie hangout movie where they're just kind of chilling vibing doing their thing but i feel like the plot is woven into kiki's in a way that's very well done to the point where like if you are into the hangout stuff you're also getting a plot through the hanging out through the vibing through the chilling and um if if I'm gonna be honest, it reminds me a lot of Ocean Waves and Only Yesterday. Like those are the two things that it really makes me connect with the most. And I love movies that are hangout movies. Um, I love movies that feel like I'm just watching a character live their life. I'm not watching a show tell me a story. I'm watching a character in the real world live their life. And that's what this movie felt like to me. It was, it was really, really good. And I don't think you can say that about any of the other Ghibli movies, at least for me. Um, actually, no. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. You can say that about other Ghibli movies. You can say that Spirited Away is a good hangout movie. You can say that Princess Mononoke, um, you know, Ocean Waves, Only Yesterday. They're good hangout movies. But the story is and the plot isn't intertwined in a way where, like, like you care about the hangouts as much as you care about the story. Like I was talking about this with Jojo and like Beach Cone Hodgson, where it's like, I want to see the story. I don't want to see the hangouts when it comes to, you know, uh, something like only yesterday. I also, I was also talking about where it's like, I like the hangouts, but I don't feel like they tie in with the story. Kiki's is one where I feel like the hangouts tie in with the story extremely well. And I think that that was executed so gracefully and so expertly um it just worked so well for me and and yeah i think that's what i gotta say about kiki's um 
it, it resonated with me a lot, you know? I don't think I actually said this, but like the reason why this movie connects with me right now is because I'm kind of experiencing this in real time where Kiki didn't want to go to her like party like that the that the dude invited her. I had like a Christmas party at like my job and then I didn't want to go to the Christmas party because I was in such a bad mood this week. Um, and I was just like, I was like, holy shit. Like this movie is literally what I'm going through right now. And it just made me think so much more about like what this movie was trying to say because of the fact that I was experiencing it in real time. I was like, why didn't she go to the party? And then I connected that with like the girl being mean to her and things that I'm going through in my life. And it, you know, the stuff that this movie's talking about where with, with like, you know, someone being rude to you and like, it just like making you break down. It ties, it ties into what I love about like Vinland Saga, B-Stars, you know, fucking Only Yesterday, Tales from Earthsea, like all those movies have that, have that moment, you know, where someone's like rude to the main character and it just like makes them like so depressed and it feels so real and you relate to it so much. The, the slapping thing in Only Yesterday is for, is, is on par with like the, the girl like being mean to Kiki and it just, it works, it works so well for me. Um, this movie, this movie connects with me a lot. Uh, I liked it a ton. It's great to hear, bro. Yeah. I, I don't feel this way about any of the other Ghibli movies, except for Howl's. I felt this way about Howl's. But Howl's, Howl's is so grand in terms of its scale that you kind of care more about the story than you care about the hanging out. But Kiki's, I feel like they're perfect together. Um, there is a movie, there's an art film uh, called uh, John Dilmont. And it's kind of a meme amongst film fans because that movie is four hours long. And it's just about this woman cleaning her house. And it's a meme and it's supposed to be like, oh, wow, like this is a movie that like no one would enjoy. Right. We're talking about Yamada's where it's like boring as fuck. And you probably think that that was boring as fuck. But a lot of people say that that movie is really good because it's a hangout movie where you're just watching this girl clean her house. But you're really invested in like her emotions, like as she's cleaning the house and like you you feel for the character, like you, you feel like you're just watching someone live their life rather than watching a movie take place watching like a scripted like artificial product happen in front of you you're just watching someone's life and then you connect with it and you're vibing with it that's how i feel about kiki's and i love its world and i love its the background art and like how everybody's like moving at the same time and it just feels so genuine and honest and super real it feels like i can just look outside and i can see kiki's like happening in my everyday i I feel like if this movie was four hours long and it had this same level of like energy when it came to the hangouts, I'd fucking love it. Like I was sad when the movie was over. I was like, no, I wanted to keep going. Um, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm going on so long, but I love this movie a lot and I just want to be able to justify why I like it. Um, yeah. I I don't really think that there's anything wrong with it. I think it connects with me immensely. I think that it's super well executed. I think it I think it it tackles the struggle of being a human being. <laughs> I don't think that this is like a movie about a certain scenario. I think this is a movie just about life in general and the ups and downs that you have to go through in life um when it comes to your passions and stuff. And that's everyone can relate to that, you know. 
So I think that this is this is one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite Ghibli movies. Um, as of now, it's above Howl's. It's as of now my favorite one. It's at the top of the list. Um, yeah, I think we can stop there. I think that's all I got to say. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm going to give Kiki's. Number one. Yeah, number one. I'm going to give Kiki's a 10 out of 10. I love it. My favorite Ghibli movie as of now, so far. We got like four more. We're almost done. Almost? I gave it a six. Okie dokie. I gave it a seven the first time I watched it. Um, so this viewing was a very different experience. Um, yeah. All right. So, Spoopy Man. Do, do, do. <laughs> you want to talk about Spoopy Man? Did you watch Spider Man? No. No? I'm joking. I watched it. Oh my God, man. You scared the fuck out of me. You scared me so much, dude. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Da, na, na. Now, it's really funny that, like, um, Kiki's and Yamada's didn't resonate with you because the order that I was going to go in was Spider-Man, Yamada's, then Kiki's. That's like the order that if I picked like that, we would go in. But um, we're doing Spider-Man last when I feel like I have the least to say about this one. Um, do you have anything to say about it? Did you enjoy Spoopy Man? Actually, let me take that back. I have a lot to say, but I liked it the least out of like all three. You like Spider-Man less than Yamada's? Yeah, I feel comfortable saying that. I didn't love Yamada's, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man pissed me off. Okay, let's hear it. Um, well, tell me what you what you liked about it first. I want to hear the perspective of someone that that enjoyed it. Um, or do you do you want me to go off? I feel like I've been I've been going off the whole time. I want to say my negative things in contrast to the stuff that you have to say, you know, like your positive stuff. And there were things that I liked about it. I didn't like hate the movie when I was like sitting down watching about it. So. Um, Especially from the perspective of someone that hasn't seen the first two Tom Holland movies. I want to hear what you think. Yeah, this one, this one made me want to watch the last one. With Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Mysterio. I thought the movie. I thought the movie was fun. Mm -hmm. But it was. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought this this movie is. It's more of just like a moments movie. A movie yeah. just packed in. Yeah. Oh my god! It can tie into what we're talking about with Kiki's and Yamada's. It's like, it's like a lot of, it's like a lot of hanging out, like no story. Um, there is a story, but it's, it's not the focus, you know. I think. I think this movie, looking at one, looking at people's reactions, reviews, this is generally, generally what people are saying online is this movie really revives Garfield Spider-Man, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. He was the best character in the movie. Like not even as a joke. I think him is Strange. Right? Mm -hmm. I thought every time I really like Strange now. Yeah, I, I've always loved Doctor Strange. He's he was like. He's like the strongest character, <laughs> like in in the in these movies. He's so cool. Yeah, strange, strange cool. I'm gonna stop sleeping on him. 
because I'm a I'm a Marvel hater. <laughs> I like Doctor Fate over Doctor Strange. So that's fair. They're they're kind of the same character, basically, right? They're both like wizards that are smarter than everybody else, and they're like god tier, but they don't use their powers for evil. Yeah, Doctor Fate's cool. Yeah, but, that's fair. Yeah, Doctor Strange is cool. So mm -hmm. let's see. Movie starts. And you saw Avengers, right? So you you you've seen like Doctor Strange in those movies and what he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love him in those movies. I love how he predicts. He's like, there's only one possibility: Iron Man. <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. Um. So how does how does the movie start again? The movie starts with uh, Spider-Man being recognized recognized uh, yeah like everybody knows <laughs> that he's go to MIT yeah and bye bye they get rejected mm -hmm. uh, bad, <laughs> bad things happen in Boston <laughs> people in our theater reacted we had a lot of good like one liners too mm -hmm. but yeah so he gets he gets recognized MIT rejected yeah he finds the bitch to get him hired, to get him accepted, <laughs> then she, then you know, Doc Ock comes. I bet this movie, this movie gets started uh, fairly quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Doc Ock, Doc Ock comes. We already know he's coming. That's cool. We saw the trailer, and he's like, you're watching, like he doesn't know it's a different Peter Parker. Yeah, that's cool, right? He, I know they did, they made him look younger. Doc Ock? I thought he was, I thought, yeah. Really? Okay, he, yeah, looked, made, he looked pretty old. Yeah. He would he would have looked a lot older, but <laughs> he made him look young. I thought he looked cool. He came. Their fight their fight was really cool. All the cars. Doc Ock, he looks so like OP, you know? He is really OP. He's fucking he fucks people up in Spider Man too. <laughs> He's crazy, like godlike. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he comes, it's cool. That's when the movie like ramps up. And then, uh, you know, then you see Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. and, it was like, uh, and then, then he goes back with Strange. And then Strange, what's Strange? Strange has the box at the time, right? He's like, I think I'm so, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's like, no, you send him here, or you get him, and you do with that Scooby Doo shit. Yeah. He goes, um, he gets, he gets Doc Hog, and then uh, he gets Electro and Sandman. Electrode feel electro that's electrode, right? No, electro. Electro. electro? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> electrode. <laughs> I thought it was electro. Electrode. <laughs> that was what's, very what's, funny. That, what's that Pokemon's name? <laughs> electrode. That's the Pokemon, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Jamie Fox. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ele electrode is the fucking. Uh, yeah, so yeah. electrode. He looks. He sh he should be OP because like no one can like no one like hits him like yeah. no one ever like damages him like mm -hmm. in the first fight or the second fight no one ever like hits this guy. Yeah, the and rules. He, he can't die. Are he can't so... die. Pure energy. I know they're so inconsistent because that's how it is in Amazing Spider-Man 2 where he's like a ball of energy and he can like turn into like an electric bolt and it's also stupid in that movie so 
<laughs> I guess it's just part. I guess it's just part of it. It's it's dumb. Yeah, he's so OP, and then they get him. They get the Sandman. Sandman's like bugging. I like that Sandman was helping out, and then he's like, "Where do you go? Where do you go?" And it's like, "Bro, like shut up, bro." <laughs> Wait, what are you referring to? Um, with Sandman. When Sandman, Sandman was helping him out initially, yeah. mm-hmm. and then and then when he zaps Electro, Electrode. I'm calling him Electrode. Okay. Then, then, Sandman's like, where'd you go? What do you do? Did you kill him? I'm like, bro, shut up, bro. And then you know, he's out there, man. I'm like, yeah, fuck Sandman. Yeah. And then you know how they didn't? They didn't. Why? I was going to ask you, why didn't they have like like the Sandman just to do himself at the like, beginnings, the middle? I don't really know. Um, I was talking about it with Lewis and, you know, he was saying like, maybe it's not even the dude's voice. Like when he's talking, like the reason why he's not there is because is. he wasn't there on set. Like he wasn't there, but then he pops up at the end, and it's like he's yeah. in a. So it's like, okay, what? You, what just, the fuck you didn't want to do. You didn't want to do the other scenes, bro. All you do is stand, bro. Like, yeah, I maybe I don't know. Like, there's this, there's all this stuff with like the girl from Black Panther. Uh, you know, she doesn't want to film Black Panther two because she has to like travel, but she doesn't want to get vaccinated, and people are getting mad at her. Maybe it's like the same situation. Maybe they just couldn't get him. That's happening with a lot of film productions where it's like, yo, we need you to come in to like Arizona, and he's like, I can't go to Arizona right now, and it's like, please, and it's like, no, and it's like, huh. <laughs> so maybe it was a situation like that. Maybe it's just kind of that kind of production issue, and it's stupid though, because him with the green shirt and like the pants are so cool. It's like iconic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see him when he came at the end. But yeah. You know, um, moving on. The, the I thought the Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange thing was cool. Mm. That was like the best scene in the movie for me. It was like the most visually engaging like part. I was like, yeah. oh. That was cool. And, you know, Spider-Man stops him. And everyone's like, Spider-Man, just let them die. Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the theater, at least, was like, just let them back. Really? That's how your theater was? Re- okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, bro, who fucking cares? But it's Spider-Man. It was great responsibility, great power. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, does that... It doesn't get me mad. It gets me mad, but it makes sense. So I'm not like, this makes no sense. Does it make sense? Like, if you save them, is is it going to affect their timeline? Is it going to be like Steinsgate where they all have their own dimension or something? Or are they all... Like, what's going to happen? Like, if they survive, you know? I you know what that matters. It doesn't matter, but... Okay. You know, like, stories a, where they, someone... They continue to live. You know how Steinsgate is, like, about, like, this girl has to fucking die. And, like, it's fate. Like, she has to die. You know how Steins Gate is like about that kind of and like it feels so easy in this movie. It feels like there are no trials and tribulations, even though they're fucking with time and space. <laughs> it's like it's like you shouldn't just be able to save someone like that and then they just get to go back home like scot free. It feels very weird. Yeah, and that's why I think it's never gonna get explained. It's never going to get explained. Regardless, they should go back and still be dead. Mm-hmm. But what the movie is telling you is no, they went back and they never fought Spider-Man. It's really confusing because like the moral uh, from a moral standpoint, do you think that Tom Holland should save people from a different dimension that like are destined to die? Like it's 
I don't know. Like, I, I can't even wrap my head around that. Like, would I help someone that's going to die in a different dimension? It's not even my dimension. This is why we need, this is why we need Dr. Fate. For, <laughs> a, a real doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I feel A like real so. doctor. You, one thing I like about Dr. Fate is, is that fate, you know, like, he don't mess around with that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Dr. Fate was in this movie, but like Spider, he was fucking smack Spider-Man. Yeah. I know. Guy, but it, it is weird. It, it makes no sense. It feels. It, it, you're, I'm, they're telling the viewer to just assume that everything's going right and perfect. Right. Yeah. It, it's like. It's just now, hard for me to accept. The, other, the other Spider-Mans. The other Spider-Mans. But <laughs> it's like they now know that they got saved. So when they go back, do they go back to the time when they fought? Or is it just all reset? Right? I think. Cause I think Doc, they... Wait, hold on. Yeah, because the lizard dude was in the first Amazing Spider-Man, right? Yes. And the Electro was in the second. Yes. Yeah, so it's like when they go back, it's like, and when Spider-Man is now aware of what just happened, does he go back to when Electrode was about to die? Or, right. Or was he about to die? Or does he just go back to like the beginning of the fucking, the start of the the movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I think... In Avengers Endgame, they establish that the way the time travel operates is like, if you change something, it it's like Steins Gate. If you change something, it's just going to start a new timeline. So Doc Ock still dies, but he also survives because it's like survival Doc Ock is in his own timeline and then dead Doc Ock is in this timeline. But it's like... So does the Spider-Man go back to the dead? I'm assuming he goes back to the alive Doc Ock. Um, so that begs the question: Did they Toby ever... Maguire, like Toby Maguire, does he go back to alive Doc Ock? Like, since Doc yes. Ock, yeah. So he didn't die. So now he's alive. So that begs the question: Does he does he go back to his dimension with just him alive, or when they like were fighting? Right. Because they're like, I was just gonna die, then I came here. So I... is he gonna go back to the dimension randomly? Because it doesn't work like that in Steins Gate. It doesn't work like that in Steins Gate, and I don't think it works like that in the Marvel movies, and it doesn't um, it doesn't really make sense because even if they save them, they're causing like a multiversal rip, and that's like a conflict in this universe. Like in Steins Gate, it's like, oh, we we just created like seven different world lines, who gives a shit? But in in Avengers, it's like, yo, we can't we can't be having that. Like you can't do you can't create different like universes, like it it's an issue for for this kind of universe and it just kind of happens and it's there are events that transpired in loki okay so oh my god the mcu is so fucking complicated so in loki there is a character named krang or kang i don't remember the dude's name but there's a there's a bad guy in loki who has been dictating the the universe's like outcomes he he basically is like rick from like rick and morty but he is He's making sure there's only one timeline that like one master timeline that like operates. Um, and he's like, I'm the only Krang and like, we can't have like too many Krangs. We can't have too many Lokis. It's going to make things like a lot more complicated than it has to be. So his job was to like delete all the other like timelines. And I think at the end of Loki, the multiverse like spurses, which is why in this movie, 
I guess narratively it's fine for that to happen. But it's still lame, even if it makes sense, because... Because it just... It's so low stakes. Like, if you can just save people... If you can go back in time and save people, then, like, that doesn't that delete the purpose of, like, the whole go back in time or, like, go between alternate dimensions kind of stories? You know, you want to kind of have some risk to, like, doing something as grand as that. And if you can just save anybody... It's like in, in Flashpoint, you know, and he goes mm. back and saves his mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by this movie's logic, he can do that. And it's like, all right, you're alive, mom. Like, if Flash was in this universe, he'd be able to do that. Yeah, he can just go back and yeah. save Aunt May. Yeah, and it would fuck his up, his timeline, but Aunt May is alive. So. Dude, this is so complicated. The whole point of Steinsgate is that he wants the girl to be alive in his world, in his universe, like his timeline. He, Even if he creates a timeline where she survives, he's like, I want to be in the one where she survives, right? So Tom Holland could bring Aunt May. Aunt May being alive in another timeline isn't, isn't like, is that not enough for Tom Holland, you know? Like, because Doc Ock being alive in another timeline is okay with him, right? So it's like, are you helping Doc Ock? Because he still dies. Like, he still dies. When I watch Spider-Man 2 and Doc Ock dies at the end of Spider-Man 2, he's still going to be dead. It's not like that's changed. This is just a different world that's line. A- so who cares? It's like this movie doesn't, it's, you know, it's like, what? what's the point? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We can keep going, though. I know we have a lot more to say. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought about it in the moment. We were talking about, uh, I forget where we yeah, were. I'm but, so sorry. Um, yeah. So anyway, you know, uh, Green Goblin had an outstanding performance. William oh, Dove. Yeah. Great performance. You know, he threw him up, caught him. <laughs> yeah, those were the best ones. Amazing. Yeah, that was all him. Like, he was doing all that. You know, yeah. he said that if he was going to be in the movie, he wanted to do stunts and stuff. And he said, like, that really mattered for him. And if you watch the original Spider-Man movies, there's not a lot of CGI. It's a lot of, like, practical, like, you know, Power Rangers. Like, ah, fuck you, Spider-Man. Like, punches him through a wall or something. And I love that. I think it's cheesy and and cool. Yeah, and uh, what else? You know, you know. I feel like this movie. This movie. I think they did a good job of balancing, like, um, what's it called? The hangout. No, you try to please the fans. Oh, fan service and uh, story. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they did a good job. You know, because they, they didn't stress that the two other Spider-Men here, it was like still like Tom Holland's shit. Yeah. And that was cool. It, Cause they could have easily been like, have like Toby just take over, you know, like, mm-hmm. exactly. like everyone yeah. came here for Toby. Let's just watch right. Toby. Like, yeah. Be, be all of them up or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still Tom Holland. Tom Holland still ha- had the, I'm going to kill Gordon Goblin. And mm-hmm. then, you know, his aunt may dies. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, bro, me too, bro. 
So mm-hmm. it, it still feels like Tom Holland, even though they brought back everyone's favorites. I think I think they did a good job with that. And you Me know, too. I thought this movie going in, I I knew there was, I didn't know 100. I, I I was pretty sure that there was gonna come, but I thought there was gonna come in like a grand way, right? But you know, he did the little shit, and they just walked in. Who? When they when when uh, Ned first opened the portal and right. he just walked in, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool when Andrew did it, right? Because like, yeah, because you don't know, you're like, oh, it's fucking yeah, and he was yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool, right? But when when he do, when that happens and then like they introduce Toby, it's like when he's doing it, it's like you already know Toby's coming, you know. Right. I wish it was like I wish he did it and it didn't work and Toby just came in like later, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, it was like. The theater was like Garfield. I was like, "Oh shit, it's him, right?" Yeah. I was, like, I was like, "Oh, Toby's coming next. Oh, Toby's coming next, guys. Get ready, Toby's coming." <laughs> and they, well, guess who it is? It's Toby. You know? I <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like, I yeah. wish they held off on him mm-hmm. just a tad, and he come in in some like incredible fashion. Yeah, they it it feels very. They I did it boring. It was boring. It was it was it was lame. That's that's what I argued. Like the first Garfield's thing's cool. Do it, switch it up a little, you know. Mm -hmm. Before he even does this, I honestly think him doing this is like to find them is like stupid. I would have really just preferred if like Tom Holland was like holding off like Doc Ock or the Lizard, and then like you know you see a web come in and then you you hear like toby Maguire's cheesy ass voice go oh boy like or some like stupid shit like that and then doc Ock would be like peter it's you but wait you're Pe-. like that that would have been so cool but you didn't get that you got yeah. you got him turning yeah, around. I, hey, guys. I didn't I, yeah i feel like that would have been way better the yeah. introduction was weak and it's like i don't like i don't like how they like he just casually just like zapped like the four like main villains and just put them in a cell like like that you know oh he, my god it's so easy bro it's like a video game like, it's like a Lego yeah, game. Like, he, he dealt with them like with like he dealt with sandman within seconds yeah electrode in like a minute and then like doc art gave him like a little trouble but once he got the thing it was just like yeah yeah if it was that easy you should have fucking done that on thanos just zap him with your fucking wristband and then he'll go into jail and you can take the gauntlet from him. It's so like stupid. <laughs> yeah, and like they and also like he could have just made their fucking he could have just made their cures while they're chilling in the cell and just heal them in there. How how did they get out initially? He was like cuz like they they, they trapped strange and the other thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Come on guys. Okay. I'm going to go fix you guys." Right. Yeah, you could have just made this Bro, how did you oh, think dude. that I think the how idea... Did... Yeah, d- that was... Holy shit, man. I didn't even think about that. You're fucking right. That's terrible. That's awful. Bro, you, you just casually just let four main villains just like... Waltz into your house. Yeah. yeah. You just you just fought Ock. You know he's a threat. You know yeah. like, he had his... But fucking... Electrode is so OP, bro. If he yeah. wanted to, he could just like zapped away and exactly like, it's like bro just that's, fucking come up with the cure then go fucking heal him in the thing bro you're absolutely right about that and having them just come over his house like it's a sleepover 
it it makes it feel like these aren't really bad guys. Like they're just kind of they're care we you love Green Goblin. You want to see Green Goblin have some tea with Sandman? It's like Dude, these are bad guys. They're like evil. They're supposed to be threatening. They're not, they don't feel threatening at all. And when they try to be bad guys later, it feels forced because I just saw them having tea together in with Aunt May like two seconds ago. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. That was awful. It ruined it. <laughs> I don't like when the bad guys don't act like bad guys. I don't like when the bad guys aren't super hyper fucking evil. And then you try to make them evil later when it's like, dude, they're, they're evil now. Like, you know, let them stay that way the whole movie. That was one of my biggest complaints. Um, and that's, that's a fucking ride your wave. That's, that's awful. That's terrible. I didn't even think about it that way where it's like, they should have stayed in the cage. Maybe I can give the movie a little bit of credit because he was working with Willem Dafoe and he was trying to do it with Willem Dafoe, like make the cures with him. But only bring him out. Don't bring Doc Ock out. Yeah, and it's like, oh, like, oh, you know, because they're all scientists, bro. I don't oh, give not. a fuck if the lizard is a fucking, like, a, a Einstein, bro. They didn't even like, bring the lizard inside. He kept, they kept him in the fucking truck. Yeah, my, yeah then he casually just breaks out. He didn't yeah. even know what happened. He was like, oh, time to go. Like, it's yeah. like he always had that in the back. Said, I'm going to break out of here, bro. Yeah. You just let that guy go. Mm -hmm. Like, the other dude, Electro's a scientist, but... He didn't do shit. Yeah. He just sat there talking to him, man. He got to think, I don't like this, bro. Like, <laughs> like you can't for no reason. Yeah. Sandman is not even a scientist. Why'd you bring him? He's just a fucking Isgara. He's a threat, dude. Because the fans want to see him. Because the fans just want to see Sandman just sit around. Anyway, it's, it makes no sense. It's like, Oh my god, it's fucking Green Goblin, Sandman, Electro, and the Lizard all in one room. Yeah. Oh my god, this is peak writing. You know? <laughs> that's you said that the fan service was balanced well with like the story, yeah. and that's that's where I disagree. I feel like I, I, when it comes to the fans, no, but I feel like the Spider Man's interactions, yeah. Okay, yeah. When it comes to that, I do feel like that's pretty decent. But you know, that's a major contrivance in service of fan service. And mm. that's stupid. I don't think I don't think you should have done that. But. Yeah, and then what about that? I may dies. How did you feel about that? I can't really judge because I don't. This is my first time watching Tom right. Holland movie. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't care, so I don't. I don't really have a fair. I don't really right. have a point. But uh, I like how I like how Goblin's like sneaking his bombs and shit too, like. I like how he snuck it in the box and like. Mm -hmm. I, like I like how she died. She he fucking she got rammed by a fucking thing. It's like by I, his little flying, flying thing. I didn't even remember that. I thought it was just like a rock like hit her and she like bled. Wow, no, she I got she got blitzed by his flying saucer. Oh damn! Yeah. I completely forgot that. Wow. Yeah, and then you know goblins takes off laughing. Uh, that, was, that was whatever then um you know that scene where he's like all beat up in the rain and then the dude uh, the J. John Jameson is like Spiderman blew up this building yeah that shot uh, was nice where it was like Jonas <laughs> um and then uh that, and then that's when the, the shit happens yeah so I gotta say, 
real quick about Aunt May's. Actually, no, we'll finish and then I'll go back to that because we kind of need the context right. of everything else. Then uh, he does the thing. Garfield comes. When Garfield came, I was, I was really happy. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I like Garfield. I didn't like the movies, but I like Garfield. You know, he's not really, he does not, he's not really Spider-Man to me because he's like, he's like a supermodel playing <laughs> Spider-Man. But he's, he, you're I not think- a nerd. But you like right. he's dress as a nerd. He's not a nerd, but he has that like that like cockiness that I, at least I associate with Spider Man. I feel like he does that the best no, for it. I feel you, but like I feel like his like his look is like when I look at him, I was like, I'm not looking at Spider Man. Oh, you look yeah, too cool to Spider Man. Like, that's true. Yeah, that's fine. yeah. Like you, you guys made him skateboard and wear like baggy clothes to make him look mm-hmm. right. Stupid. But even within all that, he's like the best looking guy in the school. Like yeah, he's definitely a fucking yeah. nerd. Right? Whatever. He came in. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I like Garfield, right?" Yeah. And then you know, did the, the, the who are you? And they told Brad, and he's like, "I'm sorry." And, he, and when they was like, "Crawl around," he's like, "Crawl around." I thought. I don't even remember that joke. What, what are you talking about? They was like, when he was like hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And it was like today. It was like crawl around. He's like crawl around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. That was funny. I don't know why. I feel like the fucking is, is that new Chinese Ned? Whatever his name is. I think like he, Filipino, he Vietnamese. Yes, yes, I think he's. Filipino. I don't know why his mom was talking so much. Because it like, was funny. Up. Because watching it's people who funny. don't speak English is funny. It's like <sighs> shut up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's how. Uh, yo, and she was talking a lot. How did people in your theater react? Because that's supposed to be like a laughing thing. You're supposed to find that funny. They were laughing, so I yeah. guess I'm just. I guess something's wrong. No, nothing's wrong with you. It's not funny. People talking, a, people who don't speak English is not funny just because they don't speak English. That's literally what people. I feel like that's the joke. It's like, haha, she's speaking Chinese, and moms do that. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. All the fucking Asian, all the Chinese people, are, yo, that's so relatable, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so paper thin. Yeah, and you know, then Toby comes in. I'm like, "Oh, he got me there." It's like I said it's like earlier, but it's like, "Oh, he Toby's here." The yeah. same exact way Andrew came. Yeah, and it's like when he when he came, it was like it, was, it felt so unreal. It's like, "Holy shit, he is here!" You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they were like, they they like they did a little web sling thing. They did a backflip. I was like, "Oh, you're Spider Man, right?" Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then. um I was gonna say later. I like how they, I like how they bring up the fact that he shoots the webs out his fucking his arms, his yeah. wrist. Yeah. And I like how like he's like, I don't want to talk about it. It's like it's like the movie saying like I don't want to talk about it because it didn't make sense. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So we're yeah. not going to talk about it, right? Yeah. So that's like an inner joke. I feel like a lot of people in the theater didn't get that shit, but really, a lot of people in my theater like, like were people not laughing like during that whole exchange? No. Really? Like, wow. I chuckled. I because I got it. You know. I got that too. I completely understood that. Cause, cause Spider-Man doesn't do that. He's the only spider thing piece of media that like shoots jizz out of his arms. And it's really weird, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. I like, so I like how they did that. That's cool. <laughs> speaking, uh, of, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, just like Kiki losing her powers when she got depressed in Spider-Man two, he lost his powers and they were like, does it, do you ever have to refill it? And he's like, well, uh, kinda it's weird. It's, I thought that was funny. 
Kind of skipping forward, but you yeah, know the, the great scene where everyone thinks it's great. I don't think great, but Zendaya <laughs> falls. Tom Holland, I'm gonna save you. Then she right. he, Tom Holland gets pushed, right? Garfield mm-hmm. goes, yeah. catches her. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really cool scene. I feel like the ex for me they executed that shit. It was pretty whack. Really. Uh, elaborate. Yeah. What do you What do you mean by like oh, the execution? She falls. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Everyone's like, oh, it's it's just like Gwen, and then she falls. Tom goes. It's like, oh, Tom's gonna save her. She gets smacked. Right. right. And it's like everyone immediately knows this is uh, Garfield's time. Right. Right. I wish it was like, I wish it was like, I wish it was like more like into it, like how Gwen died. It was like right. where he jumped. It's like the camera zoomed into his yeah, face. Right, right. Like webs, the web yeah. going in slow motion. Mm-hmm. The web's like opening up. Exactly. And then, and then like time speeding up. And he's like, they like they slow it down. The time speeds up when she's falling. Then yeah. they show some corn. And I wish it was like more like how thing that because this one was just like he jumped. Yeah, yeah. It was very, it was and very brief. It's cool, but it's executed. It's, it, it was whack as fuck. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, bro. Okay. That shit was whack as. It's literally he was like. Right. I completely and the, and the other one was like, was like <laughs> <laughs> Gwen and then yeah and there was All there was a lot of cool it. stuff where like when she like died the clock like stopped moving um, yeah like the clocks are speeding up slowing yeah. down mm-hmm. the camera's like bro when the camera zooms into his face it's like cause you know how his suit like the ridges are like really yeah. like I love how his suit looks but mm-hmm. me too and like it zooms his face and the, cause I would just watch this shit yeah, I love the way it is over here in mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man Two, but this one—it's it's, so, it's like they didn't have time to like do this. It was like, yo, we gotta the, put this in. Oh, the purpose—the purpose was fan service. The purpose was to be like, hey, look, Andrew saved MJ, and it—it's not it, about. It, you know what's funny? Right. It, they did it. They did it, and I feel like I'm the only one complaining about this shit. Mm. In the because, theater, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But when I thought about it, I was like, right. no, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't see anyone else saying that shit. No, I don't think anyone else. To be honest, like I, I accept it for what it is—the novelty of like, oh, he got to save MJ. Like that's pretty cool in and of itself. I don't know if like they could recreate. No, you're right. It it was it wasn't as like. I think it was more just about the shock of like, oh my god, MJ's gonna die. Oh my God, Andrew <laughs> saved her. And I think the immediacy of that and like how, how snappy it is and how like they don't focus on it too much. I think in the scene with Gwen, it's like, is he going to save Gwen? Oh my God, he's not going to, oh my God, he's not going to save her. Holy shit, he's not going to make it. Oh my God, he didn't make it. I think it wouldn't translate that well if they tried to like cut and paste that execution but, onto this. But hear me out, right? Imagine this time when, squ- when I was going to say Squacy, that's crazy. <laughs> when MJ is falling, now, like, imagine they did it in this cinematic way, right? Where, like, right. he's going to go save her. But now, like, this time, he did it a different way instead of just trying to web her. Like, mm. maybe, like, he learned a different way to save someone from falling. Right, And, right. like, now he used it in this way. That would have been such, like, a character moment. Oh, like, that would have been so good. And, you, you like, no, you wouldn't even, he wouldn't even have to bring it up. It was, like, the, you would get it, you know? Like, right. instead of just, like, right. man, he, like, did some other shit. Right, yeah. You know? I, I feel like, bro, and I even that's though, a like, wasted the, opportunity. I feel like they, they wasted it. 
that would because you know when he's crying and shit, it's like, oh my god, he's right. crying, like, right. oh my god, it really hurt. It's like that's a cool character moment, but like, mm. it could have been crazier. It could have been like, what the fuck, like, yo, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, he really, it, like, like, Gwen's death really hurt him so bad that he learned a different way to solve, like, exactly, yeah. Save someone. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna bring this shit up. It's like, it's so cool, like, watching the Gwen one over and over. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I thought that shit was wacky shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I, just, I thought it was cool because he's crying and shit, but. Right. When you, when I think about it, it's like, bro, what the hell? The fan service overrides the the movie. It overrides the plot and stuff. Yeah, I, I like I like that he's crying and shit. That's that's cool, but but that's not it's enough. Like, it's like oh, I feel so bad for him. Gwen Stacy, like right. Fan service that. is not enough to drive a movie. You can't just show me shit that's cool. You have to do it in a cool way, you know. And and, and go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm I'm done. And and, and the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's like. He he's when she's holding on to his his uh, sling, yeah. Wipe him, like he is one with his foot stopping the clock or the the rotors in the clock from moving. Right. So he yeah. he has her held. His foot is stopping the the rotors and mm-hmm. gobbling like in his face. It's like <laughs> it's like some real Spider-Man shit. He's doing yeah. all this at the same time, and that's how Gwen dies. Right. Like this one, there was like. Imagine he was, like, fighting Sandman and, like, push Sandman out the way and just yeah, jumped, you know? exactly. Yeah. He was just, like, chilling. He was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I was just doing something in the meantime. Imagine, he, like, he was fighting Sandman. Like, fucking, like, yeah, kicked a hole in Sandman's chest. Yeah. And, like, pushed him over and then, like, dived to her. That would have been so know? cool. And I, I feel like it. you have moments like that in, like, Infinity War where you have action that is telling a story where like the characters and the way they're fighting is like telling a narrative through their actions rather than like the movie like just saying it i don't feel like any of that is in this movie i don't feel like you get any of that through any of these fights at least not in my opinion i feel like the fights are just kind of like just two fucking sacks of meat hunking hunking at each other it's that's how i felt um that's and and what you're talking about right now is reflective of just how this movie treats all of its encounters like when it comes to the battles so so like yeah, whatever uh, yeah i was gonna say just one more thing like he in the scene garfield he's getting choked out by the uh, goblin while he's doing everything else you know so it's like i wish he was like i was just i was picturing like him just fighting sandman it's like look oh she fell get the fuck off me sandman fucking pieces him up and then like jump yeah. you know but he starts crying. That's cool. He's like, oh my god. He still remembers. He never got over it. Yeah. Um, but after that, uh, you know, the hero fucking Sandman, the hero Electro, <sighs> Goblin comes. Yeah. I mean, Goblin's the only good part. Like, Electro is so OP. Like, how you, like, this... they had to nerf him. He's, they, he's such a, like, when they were like writing this shit, like, bro, we gotta like say some bullshit, bro. I think the justification. Like, I think I... for one thing, it's like one, no one fucking cares about him. No one like, cares about him. People want to care about the comic him, yeah. but like Jamie Foxx, no, and him, no one gives a fuck. 
people get more about Sandman. I genuinely wish they weren't in the movie. I did. I did not. I was hoping that Lizard and Electro would not be in the movie, but they were. Lizard is such a weird choice. Lizard sucks. He's fucking stupid. He's dumb. He's not. He doesn't even die at the end of his movie. He survives. So it's like, why the fuck is like who who gives a shit? And he's like, oh, I have to heal Lizard. You already healed him. He's fine. <laughs> like, what? You gotta heal him again so he can have his own timeline where he's also alive. What's the fucking point? Who cares? Why is he there, bro? Because the fans want to see the lizard. No one, no one wants to see the lizard. No one wants to see the lizard. I don't want to see the lizard. He's a stupid fucking bad guy. He looks like a Goomba from the Mario movie. Dude, what the fuck, man? Yeah. But anyway, Electro... I'm going to... No, I wanted to say in defense of the Electro thing, when they, ha when they put the little battery on his chest to like drain his power and it's like almost done, I think the idea was like... 90% of his power got drained so he can't do all the OP shit that he used to do in like Amazing Spider-Man 2 and then when they put it back on him it goes boop and it like ends in a second because it was already like 90% done so maybe that's it I don't know even even before that like when he's fighting like no one's touching him yeah like he doesn't get touched at all yeah Sandman does like the fucking I don't know what the fuck he did Sandman did a thing <laughs> he like I think electricity can't go outside of a tornado, I guess. I don't fucking know. And Sandman created a tornado and it like trapped him. And then I think Tom Holland did his like chicka I think. No, Tom Holland, like, uh, when they fight him with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. He's like yeah. untouched. And then he just randomly just gets like. Yeah. By Doc Ock, right? Doc Ock does it. Is I it? think. I, dude. This the final fight is so forgettable. I don't remember like anything about it. Do you re like? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> it's so. Bro. I wanted this to ask gets, you. This movie gets carried by by Doc and like. Does it? Doc. I Doc, feel like Doc Ock me, is barely in the movie. He is barely, but for me, Doc Strange, Garfield, and this Green Goblin. Yeah, I feel like they all are not in the movie enough. All of them. Even Garfield. I feel like I, I wanted to see more of it. Yeah. You know? I kind of feel like that too. But I feel like those like, yo, we gave, he, he saved MJ. He's good to go. I guess so, yeah. I wanted to get some cooler moments with Doc Ock and with Green Goblin. I guess Green Goblin got the fucking WWE like suplex mo where he was like bashing him through walls. And, but Doc Ock, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess for a lot of people, it was the fight on the bridge. I thought the fight on the bridge was kind of whatever i thought that was just like the intro fight i was like okay he'll he'll do something cooler like later on um i don't know man i feel like i feel like he wasn't in the movie a lot i feel like doc ock whenever he was on screen i was like all right let's go but then he wasn't <laughs> um i wanted to ask you in regards to the fights like i don't know if you do this but do you ever look up fights like on YouTube, like I just want to watch this fight, like from from Dragon Ball or something. Do you ever do that? Like just to yeah. do you ever do that with the Marvel movies? Like with Infinity War, I remember I would look up like the fights in <laughs> Infinity War because I thought that they were great in that movie. But I I don't. Okay. But the only fight I look up from any like movie, mm -hmm. fucking Superman versus Zod, and that's not even like a good one. It's not even like a crazy one. It's not like it's not even that good. 
But I just like watching him snap his neck. <laughs> yeah. He made a movie with the Batman films. I don't really do watch. I don't search him up. Okay. Actually, well, I search up him fighting Bane for the first time. Mm. That's it. I like watching just really good. Go ahead. Just because he gets his ass beat, that's it. <laughs> I like when I like good choreography. When something is choreographed very well and it's like it's got some really nice beats. I really like to rewatch the scene. You know, I feel that way for anime. I feel that way for movies. I feel like the fight with Thanos in Infinity War is like it, it feels like something out of an anime. It feels like when Broly fought like Goku or something. It's just like such a cool spectacle. I don't feel that way about no way home and that's why i asked you about that because i wanted to see if you felt the same way i'm never gonna watch these fights again i might watch the one with dr strange that was cool that was like i wouldn't mind sitting sitting down and watching like a youtube clip of like that five minute scene but i don't, I, I don't even remember the final battle what could you even call it a battle did they really fight well, they fought God. huh I, bro was the lizard even there See, <laughs> like Lizard just crawled into the sewer. Like, yeah, just but not, nah, but he was there. But I, I remember fucking. All I remember is Tom about to kill the goblin. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Did you like that or did you dislike that? That was alright. Okay. It was like it, they, it's like they. That was in. It was like they put that in so Toby can be the big bro and like stop him. You know. Yeah, and I think that does concept that is like conceptually kind of cool but you know i kind of had the same reaction where i was like that was okay like i didn't resonate with it as much as the movie wanted me to you know um and i think that's because i'm not convinced that tom holland would go evil mode when you know when that happens like it's it's a thing that happens in a lot of like anime and a lot of like superhero stories where like the bad guy will kill someone that means a lot to the hero and you know it'll make them feel bad. Like when Frieza kills Krillin and Goku, you know, Goku doesn't Goku goes Super Saiyan and he gets like mad. He doesn't kill Frieza. He doesn't intend to kill Frieza when mm -hmm. he goes Super Saiyan. He just wants to beat the fuck out of him. When Joker kills Robin, Batman doesn't kill the Joker. You know? Mm -hmm. When when uh you know, for their origin story, like when Uncle Ben dies and like Tobey Maguire is like upset, he like goes after the dude and he gets like really fucking mad. And but he does he doesn't kill him. And he later on learns like he's better off like not killing him. And he that's when he learns that great power is great responsibility. So the whole like someone dies in close to you in life and then you like do you exact vengeance or do you like, you know, just like put them to justice. That conflict usually happens at the beginning of their arcs so that every story from then on they know great power means great responsibility i think it's so weird because i've watched tom holland in five movies i've seen this nigga express great power means great responsibility so many times that to me if aunt may fucking dies i don't think if you asked me like yo would tom holland kill the person that killed aunt, aunt may I don't think he would. I don't. I. I really. I think he'd be mad, but I don't think he'd be like, like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Imagine at the end of Spider. Like, do you remember like Spider-Man PS4 when like Doc Ock's like I'm gonna fucking kill the whole city and I'm gonna like fuck everybody up. Like Spider-Man doesn't say like I'm gonna kill you. He doesn't do that. You know. And it's like, 
it feels so unnatural. It feels really forced just so they can have this moment where Toby's like, Mm. It's like I. <laughs> it's just like you're. You can't force this shit, man. You can't force the fan servicey moments. You have to earn it, and I don't feel like it earns it. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of lame, and that was like the big ending. Um. Actually, no, that's not the big ending. The big ending is Tommy Holland forgetting everybody. So what did you think about that? Again, I, I didn't watch the other movies. I don't. Right. I don't care. Okay. I in in the perspective that these characters are going to come back and he will remember MJ and everyone will remember him. I think that's kind of cool. In the perspective that they might not remember him ever, that would be fucking lame. That would be stupid. the The relationships that he's built throughout all these movies is so important to his character, and to write all that away would be just like. Such a wasted opportunity. I do think narratively it is kind of cool, though, that he would give up all that, like, in service of, like, you know, saving the universe or whatever. But uh, it's annoying for me as a viewer because I like his relationship with those characters. So, but, yeah, I can understand if it's, like, whatever to you. This entire movie felt like a big whatever. <laughs> At least to me. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean... Is this conversation giving you a new perspective or, you know, like what? It, every com every conversation we have gives me a new perspective. Okay. Um, that makes me happy. <laughs> um, like I do think the movie is worse now that we had this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also wanted to talk about, I rewatched all these movies. I rewatched the Tobey Maguire movies, the Amazing Spider-Man, and the, the Tom Holland ones. The Tom Holland ones, and I guess Marvel movies in general, because this is like a Marvel thing. This isn't just like a Spider-Man thing. They have jokes that work in this in the setting of a movie theater, but not in the setting of like your home when you're sitting down. You know, like the when he like comes and he like you know sticks his hand on the wall and they like, crawl and he's like crawl. Like you watch that at home by yourself, it's really awkward. It's really weird. It's not. It's not really funny. Um, I think the best way to describe it. <laughs> Hold on, let me give you some context on that. Okay. I thought that was funny because that's what my that's what me and my like my brother, my two brothers. That's what we do all the time. We'd be like, I like, you'd be like, man, you're a bitch. I'd be like, I'm a bitch. Like you seriously do that, and it's like it's like a meme within us you know? uh, okay, okay. Well, I thought that's funny that it was like on the fucking screen but <laughs> okay. like, like generally like that I would say the same thing he said okay for all like, <laughs> that. <laughs> that's why it's funny to me but I see okay. what you mean yeah it's like these, these not... jokes aren't, these jokes aren't funny it's just they get laughs in theaters because all right. the hyped up fans think mm -hmm. anything these people say are funny and they deserve, right. deserve that. exactly but the theater, literally anything these people said <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro. yeah it was it was kind of annoying the claps were undeserved i feel like it was it's so undeserved bro yeah i don't I hate that shit <laughs> I, like i don't care if you cheer oh toby or oh, andrew that's cool like oh green goblin i don't care if you cheer for that yeah oh doc Ock is my favorite character like right. okay that's cool mm -hmm. but she it, like <laughs> it's like if I go watch a Dragon Ball movie and like Goku says like some 
some dumb shit. I'm not gonna stop clapping. <laughs> I love both you know? Right. I I think uh, you should just do it when it's appropriate. When when the scene. I mean, I guess everybody has a different interpretation and some people find some things that are funny and some people think some things that are cool that like aren't really that cool. When sometimes the movie is waiting for you to clap, like when Doc Ock, when he's like, boom, breaking the bridges and then his arm comes out of the smoke, it wants you to clap for that, right? It wants you to clap when all the music cuts out and you hear the Green Goblin bomb go boop, 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 like it wants you to go, whoa, Green Goblin, yeah. But when, I don't know, when Tobey Maguire... I don't know. I don't. I think there are some moments where people get a little bit uh, out of hand, and they and they think, "I'm gonna make people clap now. I'm gonna clap, and everyone else is gonna start clapping." And you got that one guy like, "Whoa, that was that was really good, right?" And everyone's like, "Shut up, guy!" <laughs> like, so it happens sometimes. I I don't know. I think. Is that like anime movies and theaters? Because like there, it's like everyone's in oh. sync. Y- yeah it's like goku went ultra sick ah! <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i feel uh, that here it's like the two people because I, I was i was in the middle of like two people because right. the tickets everything sold out the dude next to me was like oh my god why are these people laughing i was like i know right <laughs> and then the dude left to me was like they're clapping for that i was like dude i don't know <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, and yeah. bro, like for example, when Jamie Foxx is like, "Oh, I would have thought you were black," and all these white people. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, that was. They said that for the movie theater. Imagine watching that shit at home. Imagine how weird that would be to to hear him yeah, say you're that. From, you're from Queens, and you help poor people. I thought you would have been black. It's that like, was so weird. They said I'm, that for I'm, us, I'm, man. Like, and then and when they did the Miles Morales thing. Yeah, it might be a blessing. I was like, okay, that's cool. People behind me. <gasps> <laughs> Holy shit, that's so bad. I'm like, uh... bro, my life had like a shitty game. Like, don't fucking cheer for that guy. I'm, I should be cheering, not you. I should be cheering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales had the better movie. But, um, I. Ah, uh, yeah, that that stuff. Watching this movie at home, it's it's not gonna be the same. Um, and in my opinion, if your movie is only good in the context of a movie theater, then your movie is not that. I don't know. I judge a movie as like, I feel like movies can be good as movie theater experiences and like when you're at home, right? Like I feel like Dragon Ball Super Broly is funny as fuck. It's funny and like crazy and cool, even if you're watching it at home. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way about the Marvel movies. I feel like, you, do you remember when Martin Scorsese was like, you know, Marvel movies are theme park rides, right? Like, I felt that I feel that way with all these movies, especially with this one. But you know, if we're judging it as just a theme park ride, and we're not judging it as like a movie movie, we're just judging it like as you go to the movies and you go, woo, woo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um it doesn't it doesn't even do that as good as the other spider-man movies or as good as infinity war or dragon ball because like you said some of the twists are lame you know a theme park a, a roller coasters twist and turns and up and ups and downs and some of them are lame 
some of the some of the ups and downs and twists and turns are stupid the andrew garfield one it's like oh okay like when you react to something like that in a movie that's the roller coaster going boom isn't that crazy and you're like no (laughs) that's terrible that's not the intention of a roller coaster you know this movie this movie fails as a roller coaster it fails as a theme park movie and I, I think theme park movies are inherently less interesting than movie movies. But, like, if you're being a theme park movie and you're not even doing good at that, then, like, what are you doing? Nothing. Fan service. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, those are the main things I, I think I wanted to say. I think yeah. I said all my shit. Yeah. I uh, when and also this kind of story Manny when you when you close your eyes and you think Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland are gonna fight all the bad guys in the other Spider-Man movies your imagination thinks of something so much cooler than what this movie is do you agree or disagree with that I totally agree when I heard that this movie was getting made I'm like this shit's going to be fire. And then when I think about it and I watch the trailers, I was like, they're not going to have any motivations. Doc Ock and all of them are going to come in and they're going to be like, who are you? And that's what the movie was. And it was just so chill. It was such a chill, laid back movie. It wasn't like high stakes and crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, these characters coming together was in service of nothing besides fan service. When the characters in Avengers come together... They come together so that they can fight a greater threat. They don't just come together and it's like, oh my God, look, they're together. It's like, oh oh my God, they're together and they have to fight this bad guy. The only reason they're together is because you need them all to be together in order to fight this like crazy like antagonist. Um, and this movie was just there together just for the sake of being together. Just because Tom Holland's a fucking idiot. That's why. You know? <laughs> Yeah. And and Doctor Strange, kinda. How could Doctor Strange let that let that shit fly? Oopsie, I broke the multiverse. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Fate would never do that. <laughs> would he ever pull some shit like that? Like, come on. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Bro. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. My bad guys. <laughs> I broke the time space continuum. Oopsie. I made a I made a boo-boo in 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 time. <laughs> uh, um Yeah, I think this movie is very disposable. I feel like if this movie didn't exist, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I feel like I I like the idea of Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and like and Tobey Maguire and all the bad guys being in like a movie together, but I just I wish that it was something of grander scale. You know, I I thought that like maybe it would lead to like a Sinister Six kind of thing because Venom was also there. So maybe they would all fight them all at the same time and they'd like to try to take over the world. Or I know it sounds cheesy and stupid, but like I want the bad guys to feel motivated to be bad. I didn't feel like they really had a motivation to be bad. Sandman changed his fucking mind at the end of the movie. He's like, I have no reason to be mad at you guys, but fuck you. I want to go home. It's like, dude, if you want to go home, like let us do our thing like you fucking idiot 
<laughs> Dude, it's so dumb, bro. Like, yeah, geez, it's that shit really made dumb. no fucking sense. It didn't. It didn't. I want to go home. Yo, I'm trying, uh, bro. I'm trying to let you go home, bro. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. You know? Because that's it. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. Toby McGuire is here. Yeah. I know. Like the movie. Like, that's it, bro. That's it. And we spent all our time not on writing the movie. No, no, no. <laughs> we spent all our time dodging COVID protocols and getting Toby <laughs> and Garfield on set. <laughs> Dude, do you know... Um... You know how, like, Ready Player One and, like, Space Jam A New Legacy, people, like, complain about those movies being, like, just fan service. Like, oh, look, it's that property that you like. Like, oh, look. It, it, it. A lot of people criticize those movies for being fan servicey movies and nothing more. And I, I think it's completely fair to say the same for this movie. I don't feel like the story is justified. If you're going to mm -hmm. have people cross over, you, you got to justify it. It has to be... The novelty of having them just cross over for the sake of crossing over is not going to cut it in the third movie in a trilogy where you want to kill a major character like Aunt May and you want to yeah. make him go through this major arc. If this was like a filler movie and they just were honest about like, yeah, this movie doesn't really mean anything, but it's it's fun. So like just accept it. Then I would be OK. But this movie does have a lot of significance. It does mean a lot. It's like it's like the ending of his like his arc. This is like his origin story. And it sucks. It's stupid. Um, it's so... I, I'm i being so real when I say this. I wish that Aunt May died and this arc for Spider-Man to like like want to kill like the person that killed Aunt May. I wish that they just introduced a new bad guy and didn't do the crossover thing. I wish it was just like a new guy like Mysterio or Vulture or like just a just a new Spider-Man like villain for, for like just one, just one bad guy. When... When fucking... Uh, there are so many stories where a bad guy kills a friend of the main character and the main character's anger is justified because that bad guy is fucked up for doing that. But the but when Green Goblin kills Aunt May, it's like it's like his evil side, right? And it's 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 like it's not even Willem Dafoe's like like the good side like oh I didn't even mean to do that so Tom Holland like I'm gonna kill you it's like dude if you want to kill him cure him cure him and the evil part will go away and the good side will stay does did, does Tom Holland's empathy just erase you know like it 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 doesn't feel it feels stupid it feels like Tom Holland would not do that it doesn't feel like Spider Man would do that. Spider-Man would never kill anyone out of vengeance unless he was wearing the black spider suit, which is the whole point of that story where it's like, yeah, Spider-Man would never do this unless there was some artificial thing making him like more evil. And that's what makes that story cool where it's like, you know, he's trying to fight his like urges and he's like, no, and he like rips it off. You know, it's, it's so forced, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The two characters I wanted to see the most were Doc Ock and Green Goblin, and they were barely in the movie. Doc Ock turned into a good guy. That made me very sad. I was like, damn. I wanted to see, like, a big fight with Doc Ock, but I didn't even get that. Um, the fight at the end is a joke. I don't even remember it. <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Ugh. Yeah, I got nothing else. That's it. 
I ain't got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fucking five out of ten. It's closer to a four than it is to a. Should I give it a four? I'm gonna give it a four. It's a four. It's a four out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give it like a six. All right. Yeah. And just for reference, I think the first Spider-Man Tobey Maguire movie is the best one. That's my favorite. I think that one's great. That one is a 7 out of 10. And, yeah. So, that's Spoopy Boy. The biggest movie of the year. Everyone loves it. <laughs> oh, no. Did he freeze? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, Manny. Did your phone die? Hello? Hello? Part two? <laughs> yeah, part two. Did your phone die? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I guess that's all we got. So, Spider-Man. Yeah, spoopy. Spider. Uh, Want to talk about what's next? Um, yeah. Uh, so, Kaguya is going to be next. And we want to save the last three for the final... For the final, uh, hour. you want to see the last three? Because we can do like two, two. I was, I was going to do two, two. If we do two, two, we're gonna do Kaguya and Castle in the Sky. Those are the two we're gonna do, and then we'll say Wind Rises and Grave of the Fireflies for like the big Chungus finale. Yeah, that might be. I'm happy with that. Okay, so Kaguya and Castle in the Sky, and we don't have to do a third one. Um, yeah, we don't have to. I have some ideas, but. Uh, let's, let's 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 hold on that because because okay. once this Ghibli thing stops, there's a lot of things I need to catch up. I need to catch up on Demon, Jobless. I need to watch The Witcher. Mm -hmm. Oh, you yeah. haven't started The Witcher yet? No. Okay. I've been like, all my free time has been on the movies. Mm, gotcha. Wow, you don't yeah. you don't have a lot of you haven't had a lot of free time. No, nah, it's because you know because usually I I'd watch these movies at work, mm. and because of my morning shift. Not the free time's not there, you know. Right. Nice shift. You out have that time sometimes. Fuck. Oh, it's so annoying. Why can't you just be on the night shift? <laughs> That's so fucking stupid that they sh that they shift you like that. It's annoying as hell. But it is what it is. Yeah. Kagua, Castle in the Sky. Yeah, those are the two. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like this time I'm gonna let you know when I'm done, rather than set a date. Okay. I've been postponing a lot, and I don't mm -hmm. want to keep doing this. Okay. So I'll just let you know. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be ready whenever. Like whenever we pick movies, I always, I don't know. I always, I always meet. I I usually meet the deadline, at least when it comes to watching it. I always yeah. watch it beforehand. Um. I always try to get them out of the way as soon as possible. Like whenever I watch TV, they're the first things I watch. The movies. Um, I don't really do anything in between, um, except like when I have to go to work. So, yeah, uh, you just tell me when we we have. This one will come out like in the middle of January, so we have like, we have, a lot of time if we want to do this like weeks from now. Um, so, no pressure. Take your time. It's holiday season anyway, so we're probably going to be right. more busy now. Um, yeah. So. And I want to show you some too. Yeah, go ahead. I bought a book. Whoa! 
What is that? I've never seen that before. An actual, an actual book. No a manga. real book. Whoa. What? Why did you buy that book? Is it? Talk to me. Um. It just looks cool. Talk, no, I see people talk about this book on TikTok, right? Hmm. Interesting. It's like a semi-biography about this dude who feels like he's no longer, no longer human. Mm-hmm. Throughout the book, it's this is what I'm hearing from other people. I haven't started yet, but his experiences, daily life, like dealing with depression, mm. like he feels so out of touch with like society. He doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a human. Mm-hmm. We're about shit like that, and it's, it's actually this is a Japanese book. Oh wow! And I think it's like the second highest Japanese book selling of all time. Whoa. Something like that. It's really popular, and it came out like in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I'm interested. No, a book. It's crazy. Book. I know. I it is. I read a book since high school. Like, and those are forced on me. You know. Now I'm mm-hmm. like willingly like gonna read this book about depression. Mm. Have you started it yet? No. Okay. I I've wanted to get back into books, but I just I haven't. I got really far into one book, and then I just kind of dropped it. Um, but I, yeah, I would love to do books. They take up a lot of time, though. Um, and yeah, um, I'm ready for it. But I just, I just randomly like flipping pages. Mm-hmm. It says, "This dude says, to die, I must die. Living itself is a source of sin. I can't wait to read this one. Holy shit! Wow. And he's out. He talks about. He's talking about God too. Oh my god! I can't wait to read this. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no longer human. Okay. I'll finish it and I'll give you a review. Wow. Cool. I'll I'll be anticipating uh, when you finish. I think it's really cool that you're reading a book. Um, I like the cover. Too. I know it is a really intriguing cover. It's very no longer human. Mm-hmm. On you, my memories, you know. <laughs> uh, no longer human after watching fucking No Way Home. No longer away home. <laughs> Yeah, that's dope though. When did you get that book? See, look, all the Japanese shit. Wow, that's cool. Am I a weeb for reading a Japanese novel? Yes, I would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was an uh, English novel, would you read it? Would yeah. You... Okay. Yeah. I would be less inclined to read it if it was in English. Like if it was like if it came from an English person, it being really? Japanese would give me more of an inclination like oh it's japanese like i'll check this out yeah interesting right mm-hmm. yeah I can, i'll give you a thorough review yeah please do i might start crying watching this shit. <laughs> do you feel like reading is hard um for you like do you i don't know if you've read anything since high school but like for me i tried to read dune i tried to read other books and it's it requires a degree of like focus um, that yeah. I don't think movies or or video games really ask of you. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 harder. It's harder than than I remember. I mean, it was hard in high school, which is why I fucking looked everything up on SparkNotes. But <laughs> but like you know, it's it's difficult. You gotta you gotta really be invested. You gotta really like like the book and like be into it. I feel like reading books is like watching like boring movies and it's like you either get it or you don't 
and it's most of the time I don't get it. <laughs> With Dune, I had to like reread the first chapter like three times, and then I was like, okay, let me not even, let me not even try. This is too much for my small pea brain. So, good luck with that. Yeah, with this, with this, it's it's about 170 pages. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get something too long. Mm -hmm. So, and like just looking at like just the text. Right. The text is not like taking over the whole page, you know. Right. Yeah. So, and all I said, it's probably like really like 130 pages, right? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so not, not too long of a book. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like I'll gain no insight on this topic, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a weeaboo, you know? Japan. <laughs> Japan. I'm really excited for when we get to movies that focus on that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. Kiki's was kind oh, of like I'm going to tell you. Uh, I really, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to rewatch, not rewatch, I'm going to watch all of the Matrix too. Oh, you're going to do that this week? Like or or soon or it depends I mean, depends when they take off the fourth one from okay. from HBO. Whenever mm -hmm. they take I gotta see when they if if they take it off like It's it's like, usually thirty days. Yeah, so like I'm probably I'm probably gonna watch them all in January. Okay. Alright, well we can save it for later then because I uh I am gonna watch all of them like this week. I'm gonna watch okay. them now. Yeah, and then I'll watch the Animatrix, which will be fun. I was gonna, I was gonna make the Animatrix a third one, but I don't know if watching the Animatrix is necess is like you can only watch it after you watch all three, or if you gain more value after watching all three. Like, I don't know. I have to. Look, look I was gonna write down. Let me write this shit down. Uh, the Castle Sky. Castle isn't the sky. That's crazy. <laughs> Castle in the sky. Kagua. Kagua. All right. Okay. And, and after those two, we rank. Then we move on with our lives. <laughs> yeah, we move on with our lives and watch... You watch Paprika. Yeah, Paprika. That's the first movie I want to see that's not Ghibli. Yeah, I'm really excited for the Satoshi Khan movies, man. That's going to be fun. I I got a lot, bro. I got a lot in the backlog that I am excited to, to show you. Um, Have you seen uh, Paprika? Yeah, I've seen Paprika. Yeah. Um, sure. That's going to be a very good discussion. It's a really good, like, talking movie <laughs> movie to talk about um i feel like there are a lot of... agent? i watched five episodes but i was watching it on adult swim weekly and i was like i would rather binge this so i did i stopped watching it because i didn't enjoy it but i from what i had seen i was like this is probably fire but number one it's kind of big brain so i need to like take notes and number two i need to binge it so i know that you had uh, mixed reaction last time we mentioned it um, mm -hmm. but I'd love to talk about that I don't know if you'd love to rewatch it but I'd love to talk about that Inter interesting interesting yeah Fair from what I saw it wasn't bad it, it is a 
fucking big brain show. Yeah. <laughs> Not even because, like, what happens within the show is, like, only a big brain would watch it. Yeah. You know I mean? mm-hmm. It's yeah. like what the show is. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's talking. Yeah. That's going to be oh. interesting. That's one that I want to watch because I feel like it would be fun to talk about. Like, even if it's not fun to watch, like, it would be fun to, like, discuss. There's, some, there's something there. Yeah. What? I forgot the dude, the kid's name was. Little Slugger. That's what oh, they man. called him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had, like, a real name later on, but they called him Little Slugger in the beginning. Um, Smack killing people and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I remember, like, he did something in the show that was, like, such Crazy. a big brain thing, and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> I we'll we'll watch it. We'll watch it eventually. But when does uh, jobless end? Do you know? I need to get started so on that. Winter didn't winter start today? Winter anime? Yeah. No, like then the winter season start today? Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe. So I don't know when I winter season starts. A lot of anime have already started though. Like Demon Slayer already started. Uh, fucking what's his face? Komi already started. Komi can't communicate. I saw the first episode of that. I read uh, the first volume of the manga and I really liked it, but it's not something I want to watch the anime for. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna have to use Funimation to watch that. This. <laughs> uh well now i won't watch it <laughs> that is a deal breaker for me like i don't care if my favorite show is on funimation like i will i will straight up not watch it if it's <laughs> if it's on funimation that's like a i'm being so serious oh i forgot i wanted to ask you among us among us how's among us Among Us. Yeah. How's that going? Hold on. I think... Jobless has one more episode to go. Okay. If we're doing 12, so... Gotcha. I I can't wait to watch it, but... Among... Among Us. Among Us. Fucking... It's cool. It's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Playing against PC players, you have... There is a a disadvantage playing on controller. Really? like... The game doesn't let you change the cursor sensitivity. So it's like really slow. But looking past all that, it's still fun. Because mm-hmm. me, I started, actually, I actually use Discord now to get in chats. Right. It, so I got like three. I got me, this dude. I got like four people to, that I play with. Mm-hmm. And we would go in Discord chats. And we would play there. Right. And it just. The game is fun depending on the chat, you know, it's like... Exactly, yeah. Some people don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people just going... Well, I remember he was playing, this dude kept joining, he's like... He had a George Floyd profile picture, he was like... Yeah. He like, he like, he like so like yeah. that. That happened one time, but the other lobbies, like... People are just so, like, annoying. People don't let you talk. Yeah. Got That's, XTCs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but... There have been like great lobbies. Right. I say it's more it's more fun than like annoying, but you get votes to kick, so mm-hmm. but it's been it's been cool. It's been fun. Okay, that's good. 
Um, yeah, all those all those things that you're saying were very reflective of my experience. I, I um, oh man, I had a really bad experience where like I brought someone that I from work. Like I was like, yo, you want to play Among Us? Like when I get home, and and he was one of those people that would like be like like comically racist like on the mic and i'm like oh my god what have i done like i it's so embarrassing because you because like i invited him to play and then he like no one knew that he was associated with me but like it looked it made me feel bad because he was just being an asshole and and then it's yeah it's also like some people don't like some people just get salty they don't mute mute their mic yeah they're like that some people just so and this is this is not like this is this is aside from that. Some people are just like when you when you join a lobby, when you join a lobby like with nine people, it's like those nine people have been playing already. They already established like kind of like a friendship within each other. Mm-hmm. It's like you when you join fresh. It's like they don't like respect the shit you say. It's like, <laughs> Like there'll always be this one. There's always this five head, big brain dude in the lobby. He's like, "Well, well, the lights went off. You went left. I went down. So the cafeteria. So it has to be you." And it's like, "It's not you." And like they just all insta vote you. It's like, "Okay." And you tell him like, "Yeah, bro. You know that shit made no sense." And he's like, "Okay, bro. Like, all right, I got that one wrong, bro. Like the last game, I got the, the dude. Like, all right, bro. You're not. You're not excuses, bro. Relax." When you played it on PS4 and you weren't doing it on Discord, were you getting a similar experience? Because you, because I would express like that with me, but when you talked about it before, you were like, you only, you really only had like positive things to say. See, that's when we played on PS4. I played with ten people. With I was in a lobby of people I know. Yeah, yeah. I knew all of them. I played with Brendan, mm-hmm. Keandre, mm-hmm. cousins, brothers, friends. I knew everyone. Okay. And that that made it more fun, because like, how would Keanu react? You know, <laughs> we all know how Keanu react. You know. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty fun. <laughs> so, it was fun. Yeah. Randoms, it could be fun. Could be gay. <laughs> it's, most, it's, it's pretty. It's fun most. <laughs> uh, uh, I love when you call things gay. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> I, on the last episode, we were talking about like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I don't know if you recognize the 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 comedy and like the irony in your statement, but you were we were talking about like yo, like yeah, Dave Chappelle, like will get canceled for saying faggot, and then you were like, ah, oh, that's so gay. <laughs> That is like comedy gold. That's so funny. I thought that was hilarious. But uh your delivery of it, it's like you didn't even realize like how the fire shit that you were that you were saying. I definitely didn't. Dude, it was fucking hilarious. Cause cause that's just something you say. You just say that all the time. Ah, oh, I thought that was very funny. Holy shit! When I it's funny because I used to, you know back in the day like everyone used to always say that like, bro that's so gay bro you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> any yeah. minor inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Now I only say that when it's like a major like inconvenience. Mm. But yeah. that's so gay, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I think I think saying things are gay is really funny. 
It's never not going to be funny. Because we've been saying that shit for years. <laughs> yeah, it's part of like our vocabulary. It's really hard to like just write it off. And it was never in disrespect to gay people. Like when you say that, to I know, you, right? It's not referring to like the. I mean, I guess in a very tangential way it is, but like it's not directly like that's bad because it's like homosexual. It's just like the word that we use. <laughs> <laughs> i know and and even if you like the way you explained it they'd be like nah bro it's still like, offensive it's yeah exactly i i so, mean <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know if like, you were gonna catch that one it's like the n-word you know it's like like no one yeah. really means it in the in that way so if oh you wanna... my god man yeah you want you want I mean, what, what what were you gonna say? Like, dude, me and my boy, we got banned on Discord for six hours for saying nigga. In Among Us. I don't, like the we got banned on Discord for six hours. How how does that work? Elaborate. Dude, this this moderator joined our lobby. When you right? said when you said the N word, was it? What was the context? It was. It was. It was I was on the phone. I was like, yo, it was good, my nigga. He banned you for saying that? Yeah. He banned both of us. For saying it to each other? In like yeah. a nice way? Yeah. What, did, we, what was your response? Like, I'm black. No. <laughs> Dude, you, you immediately you get immediately banned. Like, he didn't give us a chance to like, like, bro, you can tell we're having a friendly conversation. No one in, no one in the lobby has a problem. And here you are, just like banning Did you talk around. with any of the people in the lobby afterwards, and did, or did they message you like? No, because I just I just got off. That's so. Because you, can't, you get you can't talk to them. From the so and then I, this, I was like, oh, you get banned. You can submit a ticket. I was like, okay, I submitted a ticket, and it was like, what happened? And I was like, I got banned for saying the N word, soft. <laughs> I was like, oh, but but it was like this isn't the dude that banned me. This is someone else, and they're like. Well, look at our, our rules. You can't say the N word in any type, any any form. Okay. This is why I'm not in any discords besides one that I have with like people that watched me when I was in high school, like watch my streams. I have one Discord and that's the only one I'm in. And there's like two people that talk in it. I just I hate shit like that, man. I fucking hate shit like that. When you try to police like people like in a chat room, it's it's almost impossible. You're gonna make mistakes, you know. Dude, like, bro, like, shut up! Like, why did you? Like, <laughs> bro, you're really a moderator. Like, you're really a moderator going around just like banning people on like Among Us. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's, a, insane, that's, a, that's a meme that where people like to it's make like, fun of Discord moderators. Like, yeah, oh, this is what you do. This is how you spend your time. In real life. Like, uh, I can relate to the meme. I can never relate. I never use Discord. I, I use Discord for one week. I get banned. Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. I understand that like your ten friends, like Brendan and everybody, are probably busy. But that's probably the best setting for like an Among Us kind of game with people that you know, people that you love, and playing with randoms yeah. is so. It's the thing so is, bad. like, we we went on the next day. And we didn't. They didn't stop us. Nigga, this nigga that. Yeah. Know? Nigga, you're sus. <laughs> Especially if the other people in your chat aren't upset about it. 
So yeah. it's like, yeah. Like, Who cares? I, you see my profile picture. I'm black. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What? I sound black, and like, it's not like, it's like I didn't call it someone a bitch ass nigga. Like, <laughs> I know. They know. They know what nigga means. Like, yeah. They act so oblivious. Oh, man, word, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, bro. It's really annoying. I hate people. I was having. I had like a. I had a moment like that on on a on like Twitter where it was where someone was just just really like enforcing their perspective onto others and it just kind of really pissed me off um because it's just so it's just not taking into account other people's perspectives <sighs> so stupid you know seeing something like that so having something like that happen to you it's it's such an easy thing to like like uh for me at least it, it brings me down like very easily like it's like how how could you how could you do that bro but you, you could have just been like yo bro and stop saying that bro all right yeah. i would and i would know like, who the fuck are you <laughs> I, I didn't know the fucking mod you look at the mod list of dudes right there it's like, yeah what the fuck? <laughs> bro. you can like get like bro like can just yeah. tell me a warning like i'm not yeah. saying it and mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not like I said faggot, bro. Yeah. It's not like I called someone a faggot. Oh, you voted for me, you're a faggot, bro. It's like that did not happen, bro. Yeah. The game ended casually speaking to some another black man. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is so gay. So you are you still gonna play Among Us, like with randoms and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I still play. That happened like last week. Okay. That happened like probably like Monday. Yeah. That happened like Thursday last week. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the stuff that gets me to not. That's the stuff that makes me anxious to like talk to people in general. Whenever when when sh- when stupid shit like that happens on Discord, it makes me like. I've talked about this so much when we talk about movies, even with Kiki's. Like, it's like how the fuck can someone do that to someone else? Like, how can someone be like that thoughtless? How can you just be so like head empty in a moment like that? You know. It makes me lose faith. It makes me not want to make videos. It makes me not want to like open up my Discord up again to other people. It makes me just want to be alone. Yeah. <sighs> but another dude, this 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 is this is a random guy. The dude said uh He said retard. Yeah. Like bro, you voted for me, you're a retard type mm-hmm. of deal, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude was like Bro, stop saying that. Like, that's you're like you're like stop saying that. It's so offensive. Can we kick him out? And the dude was just like, "Bro, you're like 36 years old, and you get offended by retarded." I start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! And then like, he's like, "Can we vote to kick him out?" And like, no one voted. To kick him out. <laughs> dude, he's like, I don't know why. Like, games like he's like, I don't know why he's still in here. He's saying he's saying the R word. <laughs> I'm like anyway. Uh, I thought Ali was like the body's in electrical, bro. Like I don't know what you're talking about. How do you deal with that? Do you just free like? I can't deal with that. I can I literally cannot tolerate people like that. I am. I feel like I interact with people like that in the real world and in online. It's insufferable. I can't handle it. It's terrible. I hate shit like that, man. 
Yeah, another another solid one. I enjoyed the things I watched, um, and even the ones I didn't enjoy. I have I have fun making fun of them. All right, so next week it's just going to be Castle in the Sky and and Kaguya. All right, yeah. um, I will see you next week, buddy, or All right, bro. or whenever, whenever you want. Yeah, to do yeah. It. All right. I don't. I, it's, bro, every time I postpone, it gets. I get like mad. I'm like, I know, like, yes, get drunk. I'm like, dude, I'm probably yeah. fucking. That's why, like, I hit you up as early as I can. I don't like yeah. wait till like time to go. I'm like, I can't do it. I try yeah. to hit you up early as possible. I'm like, fuck. I, I hate doing that shit, bro. But. Okay. I appreciate the consideration because um, if this is like the last possible minute, I could have done it. If we if we didn't do it today, I we'd have to wait till like after Christmas. I wouldn't be able yeah. to do it like till then. Um, so yeah, just whenever you're, whenever you're available, um, just give me the day. It, it's easy for me because my schedule is very set and I have a lot more free time than you. So it's, mm. it's a lot easier for me. Um, but yeah, I don't worry about it. Just, uh, just let me know on the next one. All right. All right. All right. See you, later, See you Manny. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.